Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Hello, Sarah Jenkins. Hello, Chrissy. Welcome back again. Thank you. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody. This is a special edition episode. Now, what does a special edition episode mean, you may be asking? So instead of running through the intro questions, we're going to focus on one specific topic for the entire conversation. And this topic of conversation is the carnivore diet. Woo. And I brought Sarah back on as an expert she's done you did it for five months five months five months and you're starting to dabble again yes dabbling again 14 days in oh oh my gosh 14 days that's been a long time you were keeping it a secret from me i was hiding it (laughs) because also i just completed 30 days this is my 30th day of doing the carnivore diet you did so well Well, we're going to jump into it. That's exactly what we're going to talk about for this entire time. I want to recount my experience. I want to hear about your experience. Here's some sciencey stuff. I don't know about biology and all that kind of jazz. And um, yeah, just really get into it. So I think to start, let's talk about what the carnivore diet is. Yes, I'm sure everyone's like, what is it? And so, you know, if you listen to Joe Rogan at all, then you've heard Mm -hmm. him talk about I feel like he's the one that's popular popularized it the most yeah i think his uh podcast is the one that made people had the greatest reach he had dr sean baker yeah on who um is a big carnivore guy yeah and uh that was about and he two and a half years yes that's when i first heard about it and i was like there's no way i would ever do this which was one of the first indications of like oh i guess i should do it um so so what is it Uh, tell us what it is the carnivore diet is when you eat 100% animal-based foods. You are eating only meat. You're only eating meat. You are eating eggs. Uh, there are certain protocols you can follow and phase yourself down to just eating red meat. Uh, but also there are a lot of carnivore people out there who will eat some dairy products. Yeah. Think of it as almost sides, not the main dish. So they're not eating like a brick of cheese. Right. But they will have some hard cheese, heavy cream. Yep. Things like that. Yep. And so when I would tell people, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing the carnivore diet. And I would say, it's just meat. And they're like, well, can you have vegetables? I'm like, no, it, no, it's no. no, it's just meat. And they're like, okay, you well. Can. <laughs> you can always have a vegetable, but you're choosing to just eat meat. Sure, sure. Make that To make that distinction, right? I yes. can do whatever I want at any time. Absolutely. I chose for 30 days to eat only meat. And I did... Um, Probably I I did like whole milk in my coffee mm-hmm. and some heavy cream in my coffee and then probably like halfway through started to do a little bit of cheese here and there to like see how I felt, which I'll kind of, you know, get into that. But I mean, it was, it, yeah, it, it was, produ- it was all, it was all meat because I was fucking doing the carnivore diet. It was all meat. Yeah. And what did you primarily stick with red meat? I find that that is... Um, a lot of people try to go the chicken route and chicken no, is I didn't. far I, too lean. I barely had any chicken. chicken. Yeah. And the, the other thing is too, right? That there's not, there's not sauces, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't use any sauces. Yeah. A lot of people will forgo any dipping sauce, condiment, spices even. I did salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You people, guys, I ate only meat <laughs> with salt and pepper for 30 days. This is the, I mean, we'll get, we'll, we're going to yeah. obviously fully dive into it, but this it was the hardest. It seems very extreme. I'm this sure people the right now are just like, what the fuck? I know, which I, I guess I should start by like, why did I do this? Yeah. Right. I think the why and out, outside of Joe Rogan. What, so why do people do it to begin with? Well, so 
it's, other people. Yeah, other people, other humans. Um, there are hundreds of thousands of carnivores out there. That are all the time, 100% of the time, eating only meat. Uh, yes, and also that will do... Um, carnivore month january is you know january is oh, the yeah. time for everything right right which joe did it january yes. yeah so that is to uh, a little bit that for people who are looking for almost an elimination diet they're looking for a reset yep uh that is right you choose your 30 days it works well with january yeah you know we're structured calendared people yep uh but there are a lot of people who have been eating this protocol and they're 20 years in at this point, 100% meat. I can't fucking imagine. Sure. I can't either. I can't I'm not, right? Like, imagine. I haven't, I don't experience that. I can't imagine. It seems impossible. It uh, but they are incredibly healthy people and that is just a lifestyle that they've chosen and right. it does really well for them. And we know at this point, like bio-individuality, right? For mm-hmm. some people, I think you... Who am I to say? It could definitely be the, the optimal way for someone to eat. Yeah. Nutrition is very personalized. Yeah. I don't think it was the optimal way for me to eat yeah. based on how I, was, how I was feeling. So yeah. So I went into it. I saw Joe Rogan posted about it. And he was posting that he felt incredible. He's like, I feel so good on this. I, I might continue. I, I just feel so great. I feel so great. I would hear people come on his podcast and talk about it. And they're like, I feel so great. And I was like, what is this great mm-hmm. feeling? Like what I I need to understand what this great feeling is. I must have greatness. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, you know, and I'm like I I don't know. I was just so curious. I'm like, what is it? Fe- is it like this amazing energy? Is it this lightness? You know, what is it? I was like, I got. I'm super curious. I've got to figure it out. So the one telling myself early on when I first heard who's the doctor. Sean Baker. Sean Baker. Mm-hmm. I first heard his podcast. I can remember it so vividly. I was just like, how the fuck does he do that? I was like, I'd never do that. So mm-hmm. when I hear myself say, I would never do that, it's usually good in, good indication for me that like I should do it. Yeah. Not everything. I would never or, skydive. I think, yeah. I have no desire. I have absolutely base no jumping. desire. But no base Bungie jumping. jumping. No, none of it. No. And I don't feel that like I have yeah. any compulsion. No. no. But um, so yeah, that diet. The, the the Joe Rogan sit, talking about it, um, and and I think it was like a, just a good time for me, like we talked about a little bit earlier, as like a reset because it was mm-hmm. coming off of right. It was I started February fourth, ending March fourth, so coming off of like holidays, January. I did. I was like two weeks in LA travel. I was just all kind of out of whack. Yes. I was dealing with like some skin stuff. So I was like, what's going on there? We didn't really have a cause for it. And I was like, I just need to, it just felt like the right time mm-hmm. to like, let's try it. Yeah. And, and also to know I did not drink at all during this month either. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I mean, I think that is, is clear is a good thing to mention. Um, and it, you jumped right in, which is pretty incredible <laughs> without. Uh, oh yeah. I went from. Fo- solely focusing as carbs were my main yes. source of energy to, to here we go remove all of them <laughs> um but you also i mean you could have thought about it for a while but usually people like <laughs> I think i'm I going texted you two weeks before yes 
Like, can you give me, and <laughs> yeah. I gave you way too much information. No, you gave me the right amount of information. It was great. I really felt like I had like a coach throughout yes. the process. Because when I started shitting myself, I was like, all right, here we are. What's going on? <laughs> yes. Or one of my favorite, I smell. Oh yeah. We're going to talk about the smell. <laughs> yes. Um, this is a, this and, is a lot of eye-opening yeah. experiences for me. <laughs> and for anyone who is curious, I think that making, doing your due diligence and not, uh, I do like that you said it was a hell no for you at first and then you looked into it. And I always encourage people with nutrition, nutrition is a science and your job as a scientist is to not fall in love with your science, but to try to prove it wrong at all costs. And so I approach the same thing anytime I hear something and I'm like, there's no way that's fucking true. Right. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I just know, but then I'm like, I need to, I need to dig into that. I need to like actually study and research and do my due diligence because otherwise that is the biggest problem that we have with nutrition is we research and have that bias. Mm-hmm. We, we find, go in thinking we, we go in yeah. thinking we already know or having this, this is what's right. This is wrong. Um, and that is the filter that we choose versus being open and saying, I don't know it all. I should learn. I should experience and have the self experimentation. That's the most powerful thing Yeah, because it is what you said. You wanted to feel what feeling great was and according to you you don't think that you had had that or maybe you had and you you wanted to know if there was another level yeah because I mean right the the other level that's mm -hmm. a good way to put it of like what if I'm missing out what if what if I'm leaving something on the table so I want to play around with my nutrition and see how it is yeah and then yeah you did yeah things acted up you you reached out and sought help right well it was helpful too because you gave you gave like a little guide before that was like you're gonna need electrolytes. like I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have known about that yeah we'll talk about like why the electrolytes come into play and like the bone broth and just just stuff I didn't I wouldn't have really thought about had I not I mean I, I did some some research before too but I was like I trust Sarah I'm gonna like leave it to the expert yeah do that but it is I mean when you say carnivore people are like cool we just eat meat let's go and not then the the follow is you are going from being a gas-fueled vehicle to battery and so what explain that what does that mean what does that mean so when you're carb-fueled your primary source is glucose Mm -hmm. uh sugar right that is with the most simplest form and I don't mean table sugar yeah there's multiple uh types of it and when you then switch to you remove those carbohydrates that you're supplementing versus via consuming mm-hmm. in food your body then will transfer it will take fat and transfer it to ketones mm-hmm. and you are then ketone fueled Mm -hmm. and it's just a completely different energy system that you're running off of on that point you are fueling yourself from your own fat Mm -hmm. you're no longer needing requiring energy from a food source or from that specific kind of food source yeah and I would like in the beginning um it felt like my body was the best way I can think to describe it was like my body was like running the way that it was supposed to run. Mm-hmm. Like it felt very efficient and I didn't yeah. have to. It It is. It is very efficient because it eliminates free radicals in your body in the oxidative stress. Yeah. Once you switch over to that. Right. So you could have had really good days where your body was starting to tap into that. Yeah. And it could take a little bit longer. But yeah, that's 100% what a lot of people will feel when they're running off of that fuel source. Yeah. And and I ran into trouble, which I want to get in to talking about when it comes to, you know, just some realizations I had around 
the way that I use food, but it was like I, you know, I stopped really getting hungry. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really have that feeling. I, I re- rarely ever throughout felt hunger. Like I used to know hunger. Yes. Where like you would drop, you'd be like, oh my God, I'm starving. Yes. I have to eat. Yeah. But that was. Did you not feel really hungry in the beginning in the the first few days or even weeks? No. Not because, at all? No, That's because like yeah. as, if I would, and I was approaching this right of like, when I'm hungry, I'm going to eat, mm-hmm. right? I didn't, yes. I wasn't coming in here to be like, I'm trying to lose weight or it's about like, mm-hmm. obviously it's restrictive in the fact that it's only meat, but that I had to be worried about eating portions up. or anything. I was like, when I'm hungry, I will eat until I'm full, whatever that looks like and means. Mm-hmm. And it was like pretty early on, it was like, oh, I'm not even really feeling hungry. And then I would get into trouble because I, then I was just like, okay, cool. I'm fine. And then okay, I'm not fine because you obviously still need to have calories to like live and have your brain function. Yeah. Uh, Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Were you drinking a lot of caffeine? Yeah. Yeah. So caffeine is an appetite suppressant. Yeah. It would be interesting to try it without. Oh, fuck no. And see if that hunger. Coffee was my one treat. Like that was how I like felt like I could treat myself. Which would be like arguable arguably the reason for almost a 90 day so you're not taking that from you in the first month oh, okay then and you would do that later you would on. slowly and see because it i or m- limit it drink decaf coffee it's you like you know not like one <laughs> cup a day is going to be fine but a lot of times when you are looking for that flavor or like a different texture something else all of a sudden you're drinking several caffeinated like I have those highball soda waters. Okay, yeah. So you're just drinking caffeine there because it's soda water. I've have I've had four cups of coffee. And I didn't. I didn't go that. Ex- but I would have like I would have like I would have probably like two cups of coffee in the morning, which is like kind of normal, mm-hmm. and then definitely like a latte in the afternoon. Yeah, and that I mean with everything that's going on, with the fact that you are removing those hyper palatable foods. Um, that trigger, that response, the caffeine is there to then suppress your appetite even more. And so it could be if you are someone who normally doesn't have the appropriate hunger and fullness cues, that would be something that you would then want to track and make sure you're eating enough food because you wouldn't necessarily feel it. Right, right. Which is what we kind of came around to. We walked, I was probably like halfway through Mm -hmm. the month and I was explaining to you like, you know, I felt really good in the beginning and now it's feeling like my mood's my mood's dipping or like my energy. It's not like an energy dip, but I would feel like I just can't really make decisions mm-hmm. and it just feels like things are shutting down. And it, that was a feeling that I associated before when I came from like a very restrictive place with my diet of like where I wasn't eating enough. You're like and you're like, and you helped me kind of like, right, right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. You kind of helped me make that connection of like, okay, maybe you just need to eat more. And yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. Then if it's not about thinking if I'm hungry or not like I just need to eat yes and that helped yeah that I mean it that definitely helped um so you know my coffee bill probably increased 120 percent this week I or this month this month I was like in a week I was drinking I've been drinking a lot of coffee just Mm -hmm. I mean like I said it was the one treat that I had I had I ate tons of beef I think because it was like the easiest and there's different forms of it and and it's the best I mean it's a complete amino profile you have a really good amount of saturated fat on that animal yeah um I mean we can obviously we could dig into the weeds as far as you know your approach on eat selection of red meat but when you do a diet like this that that's definitely the route that you want to go yeah and I that's a really good point to bring up I wasn't thinking about so I got a box of meat from seven sons which is a farm in Indiana Um, so it's all grass-fed local 
And then I got a butcher box for yep. like my second half of the month. And that's all like grass fed. Yeah. Um, beef too. So I was eating like brisket, ground beef, um, steaks. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I will like only eat a filet. Ribeyes. Oh, I don't even have to touch another ribeye as long as I live. I hate the fucking gristly shit. I have to like cut around it. It's so I, annoying. I know when I'm no longer hungry when I don't want to eat ribeye. Uh, I, That's I'm just like, okay, you're just bored. Because normally I'm just like, give me all that fat. Just let me eat that first. Yeah, but it's like, it was like gristly. It's hard. I did not like it. I, I mean, I ate it today because I was like, yeah. fucking just eat, put, put food in my mouth. Just like, let me yeah, just I don't, eat I mean, something. I like the fat and the meat, like the the I like tendon, the, like the connection, the tissue no, part. No, no, no. I don't like that. No, that's what I but don't I like. But I like, yeah, to like suck the fat off of it and I loved the steak. I like the, the fat on brisket. When it's yes. like jelly, yes. like smears all yes. over your lips. <laughs> you don't eat chapstick. <laughs> Just like the best. Mm. <laughs> I ate tons of eggs. I can be, honestly, I think I'm going to be yeah. uh, done with eggs for a little bit. Yes. Like. It's a lot. It was a lot. Um, I ate a lot of pork, like pulled mm-hmm. pork. That was like easy to do. Um, I had some salmon. I had scallops one night. So that was kind of like a nice treat. Yeah. But again, those aren't like super filling. So it was kind of like whatever. I had sausage, bacon. Like I said, I introduced cheese kind of mm-hmm. like halfway through. The one night I went out um, and we had like meat like a meat and cheese board that we were like picking at and I like definitely ate way more cheese than I normally would oh yeah and I was I was bloated I did it did not make me feel good and I think that it like irritates my skin too yeah is what I'm noticing I mean too much of it like a little bit like in my coffee you know like that is fine but when I'm like loading up like talking about eating a brick of cheese like it wasn't that much but it might have been close and I don't think that sits well with me no. yeah i mean you could you could have potentially sensitivity to dairy yeah or of, it's just of like, like where it's much. enough yeah that's sensitivity like, not right. an allergy right right difference. no 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 definitely not an allergy <laughs> definitely not an allergy yeah um throughout i i craved carbs like yeah, pastries from brown bear yes i would go into brown mm-hmm. bear and buy other people things just for like i would get like a second hand pleasure I of feel like like you hate yourself <laughs> people said that because i all, i would have people over and i would get like t- i would get all the snacks just, that that i would want to eat but it, it would like but ashley jones said this too of like just wa- like i would get a satisfaction just from like watching you eat something that i wanted to eat like it didn't oh, like it didn't that's like really interesting it, to observe it didn't like make me mad or anything Mm-mm. like i was just like no, no it, i like I, like yeah. when we smell it, I like did yes. a lot of smelling of things. Yeah, because smells are great. Yeah, I'll make, right now, like I'll make Patrick, my husband, uh, pancakes and what whatever carb he wants, pasta the other right. night, stuff like that. Because uh, it is, it's good to it. There is, um, it's really good to make sure that you're not enforcing your dietary protocol on someone else. Absolutely not. And that, and it's very hard to do. You're like, well, I'm. It's all of a sudden it becomes your moral high ground. You're like, well. I'm not eating this, so you shouldn't either. You, no, I would. Um, I would. People would apologize to me, which I which is hated. also weird. You're like, why are you sorry? This is but, a choice. I would be so upset, and I think it was my own. Like, people felt uncomfortable around me, so then like I felt uncomfortable for like making them uncomfortable. Yeah. It was like my it's, people pleasing coming it's into It's very play. similar with drinking. When you're not drinking, 
and everyone else's, there's a little bit of this. Why aren't you drinking? Yeah, Should like, I guess so. When are you going to leave? We're getting drunk. <laughs> I didn't. And I, I mean, I went out, I went out every single weekend and, and I kept mm-hmm. coming back to like, how did you handle those social situations? Cause a big, a big part of it is, is still a social aspect because yeah. I think one of the things that people struggle with the most not even and it's I mean people are like man I struggle with that and I'm levels away from the 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 level of restraint as the carnivore diet I'm just trying to do whole 30 or I'm just trying to not eat sugar and it's there they find that those social situations are the hardest to come by I don't have a lot of insight to give because I don't do anything I don't I (laughs) I'm boring like in my mind I made this commitment like there's nothing even my own, like, I might have to call myself to the hospital, but, like, I'm not going to not <laughs> do this okay. thing. Like, so, so I don't know. Like, it doesn't, I, I just, there, it's like, there's no wavering. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give in right. or anything like that. But people, I don't know, people really didn't, who I, whoever I was hanging out with, like, when I went to bars and stuff, I didn't, no one was, no mm-hmm. one was uncomfortable with me not drinking. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, I my tricks are always just drink soda water and leave when right about the time when people start to get super sloppy it's time to go to bed yeah so that's I mean that's how I've always approached things yeah and I guess I'm or you're just able to hang a little bit or you have you choose to hang out with people who support your lifestyle definitely even though they they understand that they can have complete autonomy sure with doing whatever it is that they're going to do as well yeah anyone that's close to me that I'm hanging out with like they don't have a sense of like guilt or mm-hmm. uh, like my actions are not reflecting against them and making them feel bad in any right. way, which yeah. is great. Super it supportive. Is. But like Ryan didn't do this. So I no. was like on my own with mm-hmm. it in a kitchen house full of any kind of food at any yes. time that I wanted. Yeah. Um, but I think that was kind of part of it for me too. And that that's one of the reasons why I didn't tell anyone I was doing this. Like I didn't publicize it, right? Like on What mm-hmm. the Fit, on my Instagram. And it was more so because like I just wanted it to have come from an internal motivate motivation. Because with like the Absolutely. June jump rope, sober, like every, there's, you know, there's no way I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows I'm doing it. So this was like, okay, I'm not going to tell anyone I'm doing this. And mm-hmm. this is just going to be. It's for you. It's for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, and I know like even as we're talking about this and going through this and people might you know, be having questions or like, oh, think, should I do this or whatever? Mm-hmm. And like, this is definitely not you and I saying, go try this or mm-hmm. you should do it. Um, and I know that people are d- weird about diets or in the word diet and yes. like any kind of restriction. Yeah. I think it's a good time to talk about like, for me, this has been really helpful in terms of I I ate when I wanted to eat, whenever I wanted to eat, how much mm-hmm. I wanted to eat. Yeah. And that was a good exercise for me. And even though, again, it was, mm-hmm. com- you know, I was cutting out <laughs> a lot of food, it just the the pattern or like the behavior for me to get into be like, do you eat whenever you want and how much do you want mm-hmm. was not a place that I was always operating from. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. And then just to take the decision making off the table was so nice for me. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have a lot of choice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is what I got to do. And, and, where I am with like work and, and all that, it's, you know, it's difficult to like have, it seems like another job to be like, okay, here's the meal planning for the week and here we got to prep and I don't have mm-hmm. time during the day to be cooking or, 
you know, coming home and, and getting this healthy meal together. So that was nice. But I also recognize that's probably an opportunity for me to like to drop in and do a better job of of listening to my body of like what I want versus mm-hmm. like just putting this bandaid of like, well, you can only have these certain things. Mm-hmm. So that's just like something I need to work on. But it's like when I'm in a, that go, 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 I, I can't drop it into my body and be like, okay, yeah. what do you, you know, what, what's going to fuel you right now? And so right. having a structure feels comforting and better to me, not mm-hmm. in like a controlled restrictive sense, but in like, this is how I'm setting myself up for success kind of way. Yeah. I mean, if we were talking about carnivore, you're eating, you're eating everything you need. Yeah. And so people want to talk about cashews. Sure. And I'm not saying that cashews are wrong (laughs) by any means, but when you are eating carnivore, you have everything your physical body needs. And so when we talk about restraint, it's then not correlated to making sure you have enough nutrients and calories. We're now talking about restraint when it comes to um, behaviors that drive us to eat things that are not food Yeah, for us to consume too much. Uh, We were talking a little bit about it, but we no longer live in a natural environment for our species. And that is creating a lot of chronic illnesses and disease that directly comes from the food choices we make. Mm -hmm. And so it is something to to potentially think through and again no we're not saying hey everyone should be on carnivore but those no. choices are again what do you actually need in your diet you're saying what do i actually need to fuel myself if you're eating meat you have everything you need yeah make sure you're eating enough of it but, but do we need vegetables too okay that's a great one <laughs> no <laughs> can you elaborate on that (laughs) i can't elaborate on that um people are probably like cussing in their car right now (laughs) she doesn't know what she's talking about that's a lie um really so with our when we go back to every species has a diet humans have been eating meat for 2.4 million years Mm -hmm. it's how we got here in fact meat um in particular is a, a lot of what where we think we split off from gorillas way back then it's why we are now exploring flight to Mars. Right, our brains. Yeah. yeah. I don't know any other animal that's doing that. That's had the evolutionary path that we have had. Yeah. I would say we're doing pretty well in the food chain. Mm-hmm. We've been eating meat all that time. Mm-hmm. Plants came in as a part of let's not starve when we can't find a woolly mammoth mm-hmm. to hunt mm-hmm. and kill. Mm-hmm. So we and like it, berries. Yeah. And through the progression of evolution yeah we're now in a day and age where some people handle vegetables very very well fruits vegetables meat a Mm -hmm. variety that omnivore um lifestyle and there are some people that they you know a lot of people can attest to having you know when we're talking about low fodmaps those um you know vegetables that don't garlic brussels sprouts broccoli uh maybe amounts of fiber maybe you have an autoimmune and honestly a ton of fiber is not what is good for your gut yeah so you have to this there is a um and vegetables fruit and vegetables are not what they were in the wild um we have soil that's really nitrogen depleted Mm -hmm. and so therefore we're also looking at a lack of minerals most vegetables are a ton of fiber and you're not we have to soak ferment cook um you know sprout 
all of the things that we eat in yeah. order to not agitate our gut, in order to try to extract those nutrients out of it. I just had a pork burp right now, by the way. <laughs> Good. I had them <laughs> earlier. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> lots of burps. Yeah. It, <laughs> comes up tasting just as good as it goes down uh so yeah no so all of those you know we're talking like yes we've now moved ahead and um you know we have to be there are there are people who then take what i just said and are now going to be afraid of bananas right and it's like that's not what we're talking about but don't be afraid of yeah don't be afraid of eating real food but we need to know that biologically and physiologically where we come from again so we can make good food choices and have and explore with that self-experimentation some vegetables are toxic to us and don't work well um but we're told to eat more vegetables eat more vegetables that's Mm -hmm. where our health comes from so what are we doing we're doubling down on that habit and we actually could be wreaking more um issues particularly with our gut microbiome with the amount of fiber that we're eating and depleting some of our own natural um gut bacteria and then replenishing it with a a diet that is heavily processed and we're allowing um another gut microbiome that is foreign to us and wreaks havoc on our system which our gut and brain communicate by the way yeah um we've heard a bunch of that and that can create a bunch of issues as well yeah so i want to talk before i kind of get into thinking of food as pleasure and Mm -hmm. a way to soothe which is definitely something that i recognized Mm -hmm. and do not want to demonize um I, I, you know, I told you this before we started, like, I don't think I could go another day doing this. Yeah. Could I? Yes, of course. I could, yeah. I could do it. But like, I don't want to because it, yeah. in my, you know, we talked about mood and like when you did mm-hmm. it the first time that you said that you were hateful, you know, for the first hateful. And like, I've, mine didn't really come up like hateful, mm-hmm. but it was like, I mean, I would say what's your comfort emotion when shit hits the fan. I'm just like frustrated and angry. Yeah, I get that too. I get that too. I I felt like I felt a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. this month and there was a lot going on for me. Like I was fucking mm-hmm. gray February. I was dealing with a lot of like relationship mm-hmm. internal shit that I had to work through. But I can't help but think too that like this might have had some impact on me oh, sure. navigating that in sure. a way that like I didn't feel like I was maybe showing up 100%. And I mean, it felt like, I mean, the craving these carbs, like wanting these carbs that like I needed carbs maybe mm-hmm. not needed but like i would have been operating yeah better yeah you your cortisol hormone in your body is driving you to get that yeah. and it's heightening that is your anxiety hormone mm. that is your aggression that's your fight or flight response so how you have learned to behave according to that hormonal fluctuation and that response your cortisol is very very high as you're going through this transition so if i would continue mm-hmm. that would ebb Hopefully that's, and that's what we have to pay attention to, right? Mm. Are you able to, with this dietary protocol, are you finding that hormonal balance, which is so key and important yeah. um, in order to regulate our mental health? Yeah. Cause I do not really, think I was finding it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I, I mean, I feel it took, um, you know, I, I know that, uh, 20 days in is when I felt all of a sudden, I think that's where I switched, mm. but, um, it took a while to yeah. really get to that point where um, I felt very laid back, 
almost like I didn't care about things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, whatever. He broke it. No mm-hmm. big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. We'll buy a new one. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, so it, it, you have to also give things time. Mm-hmm. And that is something that um, is is difficult to commit to something when you do you're having these experience like how how long you know where is the line between writing something out and self-experimentation and being like this I'm miserable isn't working yeah, for me right right which is yeah which is kind of like mm-hmm. where i event like today you know it was like i wanted i was just fucking to eat mm-hmm. something because my mood was and like it's not even an energy thing it, it didn't feel like oh i'm sluggish mm-hmm. like that wasn't it mm-hmm. it's just like there's just like a there's like a lackluster it's just mm-hmm. this like i'm like i could get on the other side of something and it would be brighter over there is kind of like how yeah. the feeling that i had um and so i was like oh i could you know i could just eat a handful of cashews mm-hmm. no one would know yeah i didn't have to tell anyone yeah. like are you uh are you eating stuff tonight or are you waiting till tomorrow one more sleep I think I'm just gotta just fucking do fucking it. Do it. I gotta have do a glass more of sleep. milk tonight. I don't know if I know as I have milk. There are a million <laughs> UDFs. You're right. <laughs> we live in Cincinnati. You're right. You're right. You're right. We're not short of dairy. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, and I was, and that then that was these thoughts have crept in. Like this weekend, mm-hmm. I had a kind of like a serious slump. And I was like, what am I fucking doing? Why am I doing and this? And what, what's the slump? Is questioning, doubt, yes. moody? Just yes. Not, okay. Just like, oh, I just like didn't have like the zest that I would normally have. Yeah. And yeah. It, and the, those are all, for people who are listening, those are all really, pe- we just think it's behavior. We just think it's emotion. And there is a lot of times that underlying physiological something is happening and it we might have a default behavior reaction to those but those are all with with seeking out if a diet works for you mental health is a big part of it and not in like a way of you know we're not i'm not talking about bipolar i'm just talking about anxiety happiness right are you do you feel like you're able to think clearly and yeah. quickly do you yeah. laugh is yeah. anything fucking funny to you anymore yeah um yeah. are you able to focus and concentrate right you know, and, all of that stuff yeah and that was definitely suffering for me not the whole month mm-hmm. but 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 i think maybe the whole month and i would like yeah so i would i'm sure it was cyclical too yes it was definitely and like i said there would be times where i was like okay i feel really good and i ha- kept having this tug of war of like oh i love like digestion wise except for the fact you know day seven when i was like, shitting my pants but mm-hmm. you made the kind of almost like clear distinction of like how much magnesium i was taking magnesium supplements too yeah. and so like once i stopped taking magnesium that pretty up. much went away mm-hmm. except for then one other time just about a week ago when I was like off the deep end and yeah. spewing water out of my ass. Yeah. Um, but uh, where was I going with this? What are talking about? talking about? Oh, I was, I was going with the tug of war. I was had, yeah. I had a tug of war of like, I, my digestion feels great. Like mm-hmm. my sleep is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like no inflammation. Mm-hmm. My skin is clear. Uh, you know, just like, again, my body felt like it was, operating optimally if mm-hmm. i wasn't like trying to lift weights or yes. <laughs> do like yeah. physical things which yes. like that comes into play too i want to talk Absolutely. about that experience um so i was like 
oh, I like want I want that that part of the feeling, mm-hmm. but then I also want to be able to think clearly and quickly and lift weights and mm-hmm. have a good supported mood. Yeah. So it's like this is why they're not. It's not jiving for yeah. me. Yeah. There and there is again. It could be plain and simple it could be this is not the right protocol for you yeah and it could be for two reasons one it really doesn't work for you your physiology and your biology and 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 but it also cannot work because you may not want to give the time that is required right. to try this protocol on right to keep going in order to give it a lot because it is with something like this people um you know it you have to understand i I know all of those things and I still forget and I push it a little bit too much. I'm like, listen, you're having this symptom because of something you did before. And I have that awareness and insight. So it's like, do you want to potentially not do workouts that you love for a month to six months? Yeah, no. Some (laughs) people are slow in that conversion. Yeah. You know, it's like, what if I told you yeah. I could take your El Camino and turn it into a Tesla, but you had to wait, right. you know, yeah. people, people would say probably yes to that, Yeah, but you know, we're so used to, if you watch the, uh, goop thing yes. with Gwyneth Paltrow, they take blood tests and then five days later right. or whatever, that's they go like, back right. and it's like, that's not right how this works right that's right. not how your biomarkers work right you have a circadian rhythm you have a hormonal rhythm all of that stuff and it takes time it yeah. takes a very long time for our bodies to adapt we're not used to that right and we're not patient with that so and i think my goal with this right was like how do i feel during this set amount of time it mm-hmm. was never my intention to be like i want to eat this way yeah. for a long period of time because i have yep. the x y and z problems yeah. that i'm trying to address and yes. like for my overall health and that's a huge distinction yeah. right there i'm gonna try this on i want to do world carnivore month same way that you want to do a whole 30. We all know you guys aren't eating whole 30 for 12 months. You just wanted to do it for one. You know, right. it's like, cool. and that's fine. And yeah. we're allowed to do that. Exactly. And, and I don't have to be committed or say no. like, this is the way that I'm going to eat from now on yeah. or that I can't try anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Um, I'm, and I'm happy that I did. I'm happy I took on the challenge to do it. And it was a really good distinction, which is kind of segueing into I want to talk about this like food as pleasure. Yeah. And like self-soothing. And I noticed, you know, in that first week was the big, was the big, marker for me that I noticed how much I use food to look forward to something in my day mm-hmm. whether it be the protein shake that I'm going to have after my workout oh that protein take shake, shake takes so tastes so good I can't wait to have it or like you know waking up in the morning to be like oh I have those zotes in the refrigerator mm-hmm. I can't wait to have those those taste so good or like going out to eat whatever it is and that that's not a bad thing food is pleasurable well, it, sh- it, like it should be pleasurable. The The truth is, too, with that, whether you're carnivore or not, that's how we are wired to be as human beings. We were designed to consume more than we spent. And we are, our entire being is food motivated. Yeah. It's a physiological need. Every physiological need we have is truly the root of what motivates this right. brown blob right. to go and do things, <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah. So it's, and now... Cincinnati, 500,000 restaurants. Yeah. I don't know how many, but yeah, you know, a lot. a lot. It It is. It's the social. It's the hangout. We have so much to look forward to and we know where to find it. We know where to source it. Yeah. And it does. It also, we're talking about those neurotransmitters of dopamine and serotonin. Yeah. It's real. 
yeah, I can go home and, and eat a brownie and have the same effects of six years of therapy. And, and like, I'm not even, I'm not even talking about like a, a quote unquote, like a dessert or like whatever type of yeah, like, it could just be anything, anything that mm-hmm. is like pleasurable, but yes. I took all that away. <laughs> like, fuck. Yes. Food, like to take the pleasure out of food, out of eating really, because it's like, yeah, after, you know, the first week when you're eating like bacon and pork and brisket, mm-hmm. like, this is good. This is delicious. I like meat. Yes. So like got through. But then towards the year, it's like, I'm fu- what the you're fuck? Like, I don't point? want anything warm or chewy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. But it was interesting because when I did Sober October, right, I, it was the same exercise. Mm-hmm. How do I self-soothe with alcohol or how yes. do I self-soothe with other drugs? How do I self-soothe with caffeine? Mm-hmm. You know, wh- how do I use those substances to somehow make my life more pleasurable more enjoyable and I had this like constant deep analysis again kind of that back and forth tug of war with alcohol and how I was like oh should I shouldn't I shouldn't use it or like I should whatever it was it ultimately came around to like that's why fucking alcohol exists that's why people have been drinking alcohol for so long to make them feel better like I don't think there we need to to no. make ourselves feel bad about using that outlet in yes. this stressful, hard, terrible world that it is to be a human. It was very easy for me to dismiss it with food, to be like, yeah, you use food as pleasure. You, you don't have to think about it. And what? for whatever that's worth, right? I don't yeah. know. I don't know the conclusion. There's you, no conclusion you know or summary. I don't. It, just... In my brain, it was easier for me to be like, yeah, f- food's pleasurable. People use food for pleasure. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to rationalize that. But when it came to alcohol, I had to be like, okay, why, why, mm-hmm. why, don't, why do you, th-? you know, it was always my fucking journal, the whole sober October was like thinking about how, how I, my relationship with alcohol, with alcohol. Yeah. but I didn't have that analysis with food. Yeah. I and don't know what it means. I mean, it's very, well, yeah, I don't know what it is for you. It's interesting because both mechanisms can kill us. Sure. Both mechanisms have the power to yeah to destroy our lives right you but know? And, and maybe it yeah definitely and I would I you know I would I've never I can say that I've I've never like struggled or had like a a relationship with alcohol that I've like ever been worried about I'm a boozer yeah. I like to drink mm-hmm. for sure I'm a lush but I have n- absolutely no problem this month not drinking. Ha- I could smoke weed. I could drink coffee. I don't fucking care about it. You know, like I'm fine. I'm good. But like food, I have had a very strenuous, dangerous relationship with. with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. uh, Yeah. It's interesting. You can go without alcohol, right? We can't go without food. Right. Right. So uh, yeah. And there is. um, Food is also, it's a far more um, acceptable comfort than a lot of the other drugs of choice, which anything mm-hmm. can anything can be used improperly. Anything, anything. and everything. Yeah. I'm learning a lot anything. about how what I use to get a dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. Relationships, people, True. jobs. Yeah. Anything. Yes. But I mean, we, ego. we just talked about how we, we would never skydive, bungee jump. That's all <laughs> bullshit. People do that to get the High. same. To, yeah, exactly. Totally. Right. You know. Um, I want to talk about physical mm-hmm. in terms of like exercise what that looked like for me how yeah. I how I was approaching it and you right uh, up front were like don't expect to be like yeah. making gains in yes. the gym I was which like you're gonna suck <laughs> <laughs> and so I and knew that's not that. a challenge no right? and I, and I didn't <laughs> I didn't like I really didn't yeah. take it like that I was like I was honestly it kind of felt mm-hmm. nice to be like 
take it off the table. And it yeah. was like, again, an exercise for me to be like, do what mm-hmm. makes your body feel good. Mm-hmm. And I, and even though it, before I was like, I w- was so into yoga and like hot mm-hmm. yoga, hot power yoga, but there was still a piece of me that was like, well, you should do this other thing too. And you should do this other thing too. And like, then it was like this month was like, no, you can just fucking do yoga the entire month if you want. You can just be easy. That the thing that I'm finding while I go through it again this time is um, really revealing the difference between what I think and what I actually do when it comes to my workouts. Um, I truthfully, when when you were like, we're not doing the intro, we're just going to dive right in. Oh, yeah. I was like, man, I'm not working out right now. I don't want to talk about my favorite workouts because I... I just don't have them yeah. and taking the time, taking it and even seeing what working out is for us. We're talking about like improperly using a mechanism that can be healthy for our destruction. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to break our bodies down mm-hmm. and to, again, to not have intention or thoughtfulness behind that. And almost yep. this, if you're not working out, you're like, I'm going to lose yeah, either a level of, of fitness you know, for people who still think about calorie burning, um, you know, just whatever that workout, what workouts are there to increase our physical capacity and to make us better humans, healthier, right. Happier, Happier. all of that. And often we, again, abuse that, that mechanism. Um, so for me, it's been interesting to take a step back and just be like, Hey, right now it's not, not only is it, not great because it doesn't feel good. There's actually some pretty big complications that can happen when you choose to not listen to some of those mm-hmm. physical responses that are happening while your body's going through such a big change, mm-hmm. yeah. a drastic one. Right. Before I talk about my experience, why are you doing it again? I don't think I, I didn't even ask. Yeah. Um, the first time that I went uh, around with carnivore, I truly felt the best that I ever had in my entire life. Oh, well, good for you. I know. <laughs> How long did it take you to get there? Um, I just the 20 days, the 20 days is when the anger lifted. And then I was towards the end, I was feeling really great. Um, I also have a really tumultuous background with eating and my greatest concern, the the thing that I really wanted to dig into was, is it, it's comfortable for me to restrict. Yeah. And it's very, it's, it is easy for me to not feed myself. Right. And that is an act of comfort. Mm -hmm. Um, How some people you say reach for food. I will abstain, abstain, abstain. No, that's how I am too. And I, I will see hunger as weakness Mm -hmm. in my Mm -hmm. life. And that's not, and that's, so remaining curious around that. I liked the effects, the physical ones. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and again, constantly exploring and not wanting to be dogmatic about my diet. I was a vegan for seven years and I had, I've had plenty of dogma. So (laughs) and higher, I tell people like my self-righteous kept me alive for seven years. (laughs) Um, and so I went, then I switched to a more, um, you know, it, the easiest way to say it was ketogenic, but again, just really pursuing high protein, really low carbs and mm-hmm. just eating uh eating with a little bit more within that framework yeah um and i i i did that for 18 months and felt fantastic yeah um and then i again wanted to remain curious also have metabolic flexibility mm-hmm. um and uh took a break from adhering to anything went back to being carb fueled for a while wreaked havoc on my system mm. Uh, that switch was actually really, really difficult. Um, I had horrible 
acne. Interesting. Painful, painful acne. Interesting. Couldn't sleep, was up every morning at 3 a.m. on. Um, Just didn't feel good. And it took again like wanted to com- wanted to commit write it out um and for 6 months now had gone back to being carb fueled and uh got to a point where it wasn't awful but it still was never great mm. um and having a little bit more data with the VO2 max test oh, yeah. bod pod um the whoop app to oh, yeah. you know monitor sleep recovery have six months of really good data. Mm-hmm. And so now I want to go back and have something to compare it oh, to. Okay. This is a fault of mine as the host. We didn't really talk about your background to start. <laughs> For those people I'm who- Sarah Jenkins, who, it's fine. <laughs> those people who maybe haven't listened to your past episode, give us like a, yeah. a, a quick bio. A quick bio. Uh, yeah. I'm the owner of The Original Method. Um, I am a personal trainer, coach, and uh, sports nutritionist. Mm-hmm. And um, I find more and more every time that a lot of that is going more and more towards food mm. um, advocacy and and digging in and helping people find their own personalized route of health and wellness. Yeah. Um, Cause it is, I do, I do believe firmly that nutrition is incredibly personalized. Oh my God. And, and powerful and powerful and owning education. Um, so you can own your shit. Yeah. That is the most um, powerful thing you can have. I don't like people being codependent on me, so mm-hmm. I don't really want to do macros for you. I want to teach yeah. you how to eat and yeah send you out there on your own and teach you how you should train and lift and in order to accomplish your goals and create an environment in which you can do that. So, and and like to recognize like this is, it's hard to figure out. Like it's so difficult. Like I just, you know, did this exercise for 30 months or 30 days, 30 days. God, not 30 months. (laughs) 30 days. And you know, maybe, yeah, I could have gone a little bit longer to see how it, how it bounces out, but I've done, you know, I did vegan for a month before. Mm-hmm. I've done, I've been vegetarian. I've done paleo. I've done do mm-hmm. whatever macro stuff. Yeah. And it's like, there's just like so much trial and error. There, I will say I've done all of them. Yeah. They're like my, uh, I have a friend. It's not easy stuff. No. I l- make everyone feel a little yeah. bit better. <laughs> there, it's not easy. And it's, it's always a journey mm-hmm. and it's learning. I mean, I started this eight years ago. So it, it has looked incredible. It's like a hairstyle. It's like, yeah. oh, I've had them all. I've had, you right. know, all the diets when people, and it is important for the position I have in order to have some, um, not to just read research on it, but actually N equals one, yeah. you know, what is this going to do for you? Um, and through self-experimentation and finding what's right and having someone do more of coaching and guiding you through that so you can find it out on your own. Cause it's like you said, as soon as you start to feel great, no one else can convince you otherwise. No, for sure not. And a lot of times we don't even, we don't know what we're leaving on the table. And so that is why we want to remain curious. And also everything is seasonal. Yeah. Um, especially as women, we go through far more, you know, uh, hormonal fluctuations monthly, let alone throughout our entire life. And we really need to eat to support that hormonal balance. So we feel fantastic. It's just like, it shouldn't, it in my mind's like, it shouldn't be this hard. We got to eat to survive. Everyone's got to eat. Like, why don't, but Mm -hmm. like you said, we don't live in a natural world. We don't. This is not our natural environment (laughs) at all. Oh my God. They didn't have those delicious chocolate croissants from Brown Bear around. They didn't. (laughs) 
Those people also had to go their whole life without experiencing (laughs) that, you know? I know, which is, again, kind of where I want to come back around to this, like, like food is not just fuel. The way I, the way that I look at it. Yeah. Like, I I want to, I want to have food be pleasurable and experience Mm -hmm. and joy and communal and and social. Mm -hmm. Like, that's important for me. Maybe not for everyone, but for me it is. So, like, that's why, like, this, even... Well, I guess like if the carnivore diet made me feel incredible, I would be speaking differently. But mm-hmm. I was like, I, I even like I don't want to continue because it's not worth yeah the feeling of like I feel like I'm missing yeah. out. Not even on not even on eating anything. Like yeah, I'm missing mm-hmm. that mouth pleasure for sure. Like, yeah, short term mouth pleasure, but also just because like my mood's suffering. Yeah, and I don't want it to. No. So at that point, again, you have to you have to figure out long term would another 30 days be you know do you want to try to find that health yeah or that that uh that feeling of great joe rogan has it pretty easy he's been ketogenic for a very long time yeah and going from ketogenic to that so there there is that too pay attention to who has had these responses definitely also i mean there could be a few things that people value more than anything i value uh, anxiety is something that has, um, I have allowed to postpone, um, the development of me as a human being for a very long time. And so anything that removes that from me, Mm -hmm. that's going to be an immediate prioritization. Sure. Um, and again, we've already addressed this. I'm boring. Yeah. So no, yeah. And one of my core values is fun. Yes. I can eat the same thing (laughs) over and over and over again. (laughs) I'm one of those people. I know that about me. Yeah. If someone else isn't that, it's not saying it's not right for you, but then you have to have, again, your plan mm-hmm. a such a specific um, thing that is going to even create, make the carnivore, you know, like what if we did uh, 30 different recipes, right? Right. Then, then you might have maybe have had a different experience. Um, I don't know, yeah. but you have to be able to tie in your core values and who you are yep. and be able to live your life. Right. Make that decision for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have to shout out Lucius Q for fucking oh keeping I had me them for lunch for alive. Yes. That was like what you just I would follow the smells down. What the, I would <laughs> look Hill. forward to. I'm like, oh my god, I just got to mm-hmm. get in there. I had it like at least once a week, yeah. multiple times a week. The brisket, mm-hmm. the pork belly. Mm-hmm. You do by the end of the month smell like a barbecue joint. I know I do. Okay, let's talk about the smell. Mm-hmm. That I was texting yeah. you about. And so, again, to, I, we've talked about this on previous episodes. Maybe people don't believe me, but I don't really have no. a body odor. I believe that my husband does not want to have, have he, one either. And very, it, very rarely. And very I'm like, what's rarely, wrong with you? Very rarely. <laughs> so, for me then to now, I had mm-hmm. this odor. I was like, I, I actually thought it was kind of cool. I was like, oh my God, I can smell like, myself. Yes. Like, what's going on? Like, lifting my I'm pizza. I'm becoming a woman. <laughs> like, what is this? So, yeah, I texted you and I was like... Yeah. I smell and you're mm-hmm. like your crotch or your pits I'm yes. like is my crotch gonna smell next no. Like, no you should see a doctor yeah, if that's go, don't happening. text me about that <laughs> <laughs> wasn't my crotch yeah was my pit it was the pit so what was that yeah, happening I th- it's usually um I always there's a movie um August Osage County and the girls I've never seen it oh my god great movie great scene <laughs> There's a part where she tries to describe like you're eating the animal's fear um, oh. when with cows. Yeah. That's why she's a vegetarian. Yeah. Um, but it along those lines, uh, when you are going through that glycogen dump, mm-hmm. it, your body will 
say, hey, it's time for us to go find more food. Mm -hmm. Um, You're dying. Sometimes that's how it felt. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That little, it's that little hormonal it, balance it was of like, cortisol yeah. that then starts becoming incredibly elevated where i was like and i might have to go to the hospital yes because if you think back in the day we probably ate and then laid around and didn't do much so right, right about that time that those glycogen is being depleted um you know your body is running out of glucose it triggers that and hormone. i would feel it the most like mm-hmm. after i worked out. and i yes, and like i kept a out. high level of activity i yep. really did and that's maybe something i could uh, you know if I don't think I'm gonna do this again. But should, no, yeah. But, but should I do this again? Or people think you know, listening. You would have to definitely approach your yeah. Your your probably your timing of nutrition yeah. and what you eat again very very differently depending, um, and very differently depending on the kinds of workouts you're doing. Yeah. If you're doing weightlifting, good luck. Your every rep that you are initially while you're still glucose fueled, you're just draining glycogen out I of your felt muscles. Terrible. Yes. After and I tried to it, lift feels horrible your it, cortisol goes up it was so bad mm-hmm. that fight or flight response a lot i was of times, mad yep. i was angry frustrated and not even, not even that like it was like i wasn't expecting that i could lift heavy like that mm-hmm. wasn't it it was just, i was just fucking mad yeah at Absolutely. anything the cars in the parking yes. lot the person yep. with her hair looking dumb mm-hmm. like everything yeah that and that again that's a hundred percent hormonal physiological that is an instinctual thing that yeah. happens and that is what gets you up and we have got to go find I more food <laughs> it is time to eat i know and then i'm like why are you doing this to yourself because <laughs> i need to work out because i right 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 yeah right, right, right. yeah so um we're talking about the smell where's my and smell it, yeah from? that's your cortisol oh, yeah. can make you smelly oh, okay. it's your- it's you're smelling fear. Yeah, that's it. I know uh, you text me you're like yes. you're yeah, you're I'm like you're I don't know how I fear. feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound good. That is your fear smell. <laughs> so it is those hormonal fluctuations, cortisol. Um I mean and obviously we we sweat out toxins yeah. too. Yeah. Um and when you do when you go through that chain um you do when you work out your toxins are definitely your system is Mm. cleaning it out at a Mm. much more rapid rate so am i going to be like all toxin free now yeah that's amazing yeah so the exercise didn't feel good to lift i did Mm -hmm. um very few i I did one orange theory class that's when i afterwards i was like i'm not Mm -hmm. doing that again fuck that so the the big distinction the things that are going to uh drain that glycogen the most are going to be weightlifting right um, I felt- and high intensity anything where your heart rate is anaerobic you're no longer in that aerobic system oh, you're yeah. draining yeah. that your primary fuel is you're going to be glycolytic and yeah. so you're using those fuel sources at a very very rapid rate yeah which- some sometimes in yoga i would feel pretty good and like i was always doing hot yoga and like relatively i would say you know challenging Mm-hmm. I did like would do like some hi fi classes yep. which are like quick and yeah. fast paced, um, and then doing like a bunch yeah. of sage. And I would just notice like I, my muscles just felt like they wanted to fail so much sooner. Like holding the that fatigue. warrior too. Yes, mm-hmm. like my they, glutes, my shoulders. Yep. I'm like, oh, fuck. yeah, I can't they're, wait to have a strong yeah, workout. They're again. the and then once that glycogen right that water weight that you're losing, they're just not able to sustain the the muscular endurance really has changed that yeah. component is no longer optimal how long will it take me to get it back 
Uh, you could go and just eat some, just, you know, go home, eat 300 grams of carbs and you're going to be good to go in a couple in 72 hours. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I can't (laughs) wait for that. I I got a, I bought an apple at the grocery store for me to eat tomorrow. I'm going to like be high. Yes. I'm going to feel like such a rush i cannot wait for you might it. need Maybe to eat more it. than an apple but an no, apple the crunch <laughs> the crisp the juice just like i recommend you eat it with some peanut butter the first carb mm-hmm. thing that i eat yeah, like i'm gonna the be... first thing i'm gonna eat is cashews yeah okay i'm i love yeah. cashews so much i would have cashews every single day and i miss them so yes. much like, and those something like that like why i I, the way that I'm approaching the carnivore diet this time around is if I want to have cashews, I'm going to eat some fucking cashews. I know. We don't I needed to get, do that the first, my 30 well, days, I needed yes, to fucking do you, it. You need to do it. But if we're talking about people who are curious about this yeah. and want to bring it in. Dogmatic. Yeah. You don't <laughs> eat, your, intense. Yeah. eat your cashews, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and maybe, and again, you could uh, find something where you're still very high protein um focused and even low carb but you are choosing to eat those things yeah and listening to yeah. that for sure yeah and even brown bear i'm gonna have right now i'm gonna have a smoothie bowl from mm-hmm. banasan yeah i'm gonna have some crunchy peanut butter i've like yogurt mm-hmm. i'm probably gonna have yeah. to have, have some graters yeah you're gonna have <laughs> but to. i'm not but i don't want to like shock my system what do i need to be prepared well, i How, think yeah what do i need to do talk well, to me like my transition now yeah the transition i think um what what is important with it with any kind of reverse diet i guess is is what yeah. we could coin it um i think what if you look at someone who with a problem where with restriction a lot of people um are going to say the argument against something that seems so restrictive is the binge mechanism. Which I do responds. not, I do not want to mm-hmm. get into that game. Yeah. And it's very, very important, mm-hmm. right? That we understand that. And we know that again, our mechanism as humans is to consume more than we expend. And you are never going to change that. We are mm. wired to eat. Mm. You are not fighting against poor willpower. Mm-hmm. Willpower is what enables us to stop us from doing that. Mm-hmm. It is not a sign of not having enough discipline, willpower, any of that when yeah. we want to eat food. Yeah. Um, it's a physiological response. And based on how we fuel ourselves and give ourselves nutrients, that response may not be turning off or going away. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do feel those binge needs, there's yeah. something, there could be something there. Yeah. And I, and I don't, and like where I'm mm-hmm. coming from right now, like I, I th- will love to have a bite of I, something. Right. <laughs> like, yes. Like that's, I yes. don't, that's quick, where I am. <laughs> quick question. How strong do bananas smell? I haven't smelled any. Oh, really? I, I'll, I'll try it though. Oh, like before I eat my sense of smell has like, been su- very so heightened. strong yeah, yeah very heightened someone could have one a hundred yards away and it'd be like banana I know. yeah <laughs> yeah um but i think what you're doing wait what you you are uh you're you're just excited to eat other things yeah right i'm right i'm just excited to eat other things yeah and we are able as animals to also have foresight and planning yep. and so you're able to come up with all of the things and you have access to all of those things yep. so you don't have to go hunting and foraging for them you get to be super excited and go and get them i'm so excited and my birthday's on saturday happy birthday yeah well it'll come out after my birthday but yeah it's okay we're, we're gonna celebrate all of march yes so it's fine um Good. um so what i what i would do is um with all the work you know that you have done honor your body yeah and knowing that there have been some really difficult times with restraint 
and there could be some really difficult times reintroducing Mm -hmm. um, some stuff. And what I think is best, you've essentially done an elimination diet. And so I think you should capitalize on this potentially once in a lifetime opportunity. Yes, Sarah, you're right. you have removed everything. You're right. I don't know if this will happen again. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And so let's treat it like it's never going to happen again. try something and experiment with things. So I would introduce, you know, something slowly back in. Okay. Um, watch your skin. Yeah. Mood. Yeah. Energy. Fun. All the things that we talked I'm gonna about. I'm going to do a diary. Yeah. And do like. Yep. Gut. Apple. What you know? Things. What does it do? Does yeah. it you know? Um, understand and also when you reintroduce fiber, the thing is you're going to reintroduce fiber and you're going to get farts again. Oh. <sighs> Yeah. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. Farts are okay. Farts, farts, farts are funny. <laughs> farts are the fucking <laughs> just so funny. funniest thing in the world. It I have is. the humor of a 13-year-old yes. boy. I think, I mean, realistically. I think there's nothing funnier that a human can do than fart. It's so true. <laughs> and let's be honest. That's why I shit myself yesterday is because I was like, yeah, I'm going to fart. And it's like, you don't fart on carnivore. Of course it was a shit. <laughs> Like, yeah, Sarah texted me. She's like, I was going to surprise you with yeah. this and tell you that I'm starting Carmer, but I just shit my pants. So I thought you so should I, know. So I have to tell you this. I'm like, awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there. I, w- I was just back out of it slowly. And yeah, be, you know, listen to your body. Know that you're, there could be some bloat. Um, you are going to hold on to water weight. You've done a glycogen dump. You've lost all no, that water weight. No, I don't want weight. to. I know, but it's <laughs> but that's the thing. When it, and it's so important to talk about the d- distinction, right? Because yeah. on carnivore, you could easily lose ten. Um, the first time around, I lost seventeen pounds in a month. Oh my god, I did not. No, and but here's the thing, it's that does not equate to fat loss. That means that I probably lost, I lost a fair amount of muscle and water weight. And those are two things that you don't really want to lose, right? We don't want to lose bone density. We don't want to, water weight, maybe here, sometimes it fluctuates for sure, but we want to have a healthy amount of that. Um, And, you know, muscle mass is super important. We want to build that. We want to gain as much of that as we can. Yeah. Um, And so a lot of times, a lot of diets really are set up for us to lose, you know, it's that short um, you know, they're selling you a program. They know in mm. 30 days they can probably get you to lose the two. Yeah. Um, and so you have these extreme quote unquote results because you're measuring your success with weight loss versus really understanding what is the weight that you lost. Right, right. So just with it, knowing that carbohydrate, that's what it is. It's a hydrate. It's going to pull that water weight back into your muscles, which is phenomenal because it actually brings all those minerals and electrolytes that you've been yep. missing right back in. You're not going to have the muscle fatigue. You're going to have, your muscles are going to have, yeah, everything they need. And you're probably, you know, your recovery is going to look really different yeah. too. You're going to recover a lot faster. Yeah. That's yeah. essentially why I went back to carbohydrates with a really heavy lifting protocol. I was uh, seeking that recovery. Mm-hmm. And when you have that replenishment that goes in and fill up those gas tanks almost immediately, right? You get mm-hmm. to go to a pump, you can fill up a gas tank in two minutes. Yes. It takes like, 24 hours to charge my electric fiat. I don't have a a Tesla. It's 24 hours getting plugged in. You know, it's like, that's the difference between those energy sources as well. I know. And that was probably one of of the most difficult things was like things on the go. Like I couldn't like, uh, I would have to be so, I would get kind of anxious like, oh fuck, what if I'm out somewhere and like, Mm -hmm. there's not anything to eat. I couldn't bring anything. Ryan brought me sausage in a mason jar to the bar. Oh my God. 
That is so great. The Sunday that was like super, super nice yeah. just recently. Yes. I was like, wasn't that just last Sunday? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was like out working and then I was like, okay, well, let's go to Queen City Radio and just like sit outside in the mm-hmm. sun. And I was like, but I'm going to die and I'm I need food. food. Yeah. <laughs> and so can you please mm-hmm. bring me sausage in a mason jar? You did. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> well, and then you were fine. I know, but I'm like, oh, this would be so, like mm-hmm. everywhere you look, there's mm-hmm. food around you. Well, <laughs> like I would Carbohydrate say, for- form. Yes. I'm like, nowhere. We couldn't go anywhere quickly that I was like, just no. me. Well, it, and that's that's actually surprising. I found that it was pretty easy to eat out almost everywhere with carnivore. Well, it was like we wanted something quick. Okay. So like, okay. I was, yes. I thought that City Bird was going to mm-hmm. have like naked tenders. Yeah. No, no, breaded. They're just all breaded. Like Pontiac, it was like forty five minutes for carry out. Oh, like, yeah, there was like stuff not, like that. Yeah. I mean, there is an argument too that anything that is convenient is potentially not food. It's hard, but that's you know hard. we're getting into going down another rabbit hole. Yeah. But um, I, but I think it potentially could make anyone pause and think like, what am I getting? That's you know, you say you're like, well, I can't. I couldn't like grab a protein bar mm-hmm. or a you know yeah, like okay. a quick Something like like, that. like portable thing that yeah. was like, okay, I know I'm gonna like have sus sustenance. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, okay. I appreciate you so much for helping yes. me guide guide me through this journey Absolutely. and talking to me halfway through. And I was like, I, this is tough. I know. it. it and it you is. did a good job because you were like, because I was like, I feel, I feel good. You know, and mm-hmm. I did like mentally like feel good. I felt fine. And you were like, this is still a lot of stress for your body. It's and so re- while you is. may not be mm-hmm. even, because we talked about, I'm really, really good at shutting down yes. my body yeah. and pushing through. Right. So going through, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm yeah, fine. You're like, this is great. But it's still a really stressful shift for your body that yes. you should acknowledge it and is. honor. And it's, and again, it has nothing to do with mental fortitude. Right. Uh, it has nothing to do with how strong of a human being you are. And yeah, I think, you know, that one of those warning things is like, you're so good at denying mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. It, you know, is that showing up here? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. That was good. So yeah, in summary, I'm happy that I did it. I'm happy that yeah. I completed the challenge for myself. I said I was never going to do it. I definitely saw the benefits digestion-wise, mm-hmm. skin-wise, sleep. We didn't really even talk about that too much, but like mm-hmm. I had, I've been having great, restful, deep sleep, which has been amazing. And that's also where I haven't been drinking, so I want to, you know, acknowledge that too. Right. But um, there could be other factors. Yeah. You're not hanging out as much, so you're going to bed earlier. Yeah. Yeah. You're not doing super strenuous workouts. Right. You know. So yeah. Yeah. There, definitely. There are a lot of things to. We can't. Again, we don't want to just blanket say that yeah, like, this was everything. That's what got us into our food problems the first time around is just assuming that, you know, causation and correlation yeah, are, totally. are all adding up. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, but with all that being said, I'm so happy, so it's done. happy that it's done. I'm yeah. so one more sleep happy. <laughs> What are you going to eat tomorrow for breakfast? I'm going to have cashews. <laughs> okay. Just, just cashews? <laughs> and and maybe, I don't know. I really got to think about it because I do, I do want to be mindful about mm-hmm. like what, trying it out. I might, um, I might have like some oatmeal with maybe some, yeah, yeah. with some berries. I get some berries in there. Oh, maybe you go to the grocery store as soon as I wake up. This is poor planning on my part. Yeah. It's okay. Thank you so much for coming yes. on and sharing Thanks your knowledge. I always appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Um, if you're interested in, you know, learning more about carnivore stuff or interested in any nutrition stuff, reach out to Sarah, um, DM me. I'll, I'll get you over to her if you need to, or just share more of my experience. But now that I'm eating and drinking again, woohoo! let's hang out.
Let me know what's going on. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Woo!